New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky, and we are so thrilled that you are here to listen to our our Naturally Savvy podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with someone that we absolutely adore. She's a regular here on the show, the fantastic Ashley Koff. She's a registered dietitian. I'm sure you've seen her on television or heard her on other radio shows. We're going to be talking about the importance of magnesium, which I think a lot of people are surprised about just how many things it does. Hello, Ashley. Welcome back. Hello. Oh, I just love this mineral. You know, it's one of those things where, I mean, like, can I just say, I just love, I'm obviously doing what I meant to do in the world when I just sit back and go, oh, I just love this mineral. But, you know, I just think, like, when, you know, I geeked out. So, first of all, funny backstory. I don't know if you guys know this, but I avoided, I actually bragged about not taking science in university. I, like, skipped science drive and bragged about it to my dad, who was a surgeon. And I was like, I'm just going to do marketing and advertising. And then later on, when I went back to school to become a dietitian, I just geeked out so big time on organic chemistry and nutritional biochemistry. And part of what's so cool about it is when you understand how the body is designed, you realize that we're so off when we talk about is something good for you or bad for you or how, is how the body responding good or bad. It's just so about the body having the resources that it needs to do what it knows how to do. And magnesium is one of those, it's so simple when you look at magnesium being inside of cells and its job, it's like a bouncer for stress. Like our body is totally designed Mm -hmm. to have the stress response. When the stress response happens, calcium comes into, comes across the cells and comes inside the cells. And in doing that, it does what stress is supposed to do for us. It tightens us up. It's excitatory. It allows us to perform or to punch someone if we have to, or to run away or to do any of the things that we need to do in that stressed out moment. And in that tightness, a lot of great stuff gets done. But if we stay in that stressed out state, that's when it becomes a problem. And that's where Mm -hmm. magnesium is there to just go, okay, cool. You've been here. Now get back out. And it just kicks Mm -hmm. it back out and that's the relaxation that we know and that we want and that we know we need more of probably in our lives so it's like just it's just so cool like of course we want to be calm more often we don't want to be calm all the time otherwise we're just like boring in my opinion um (laughs) and i do think stress is so important from a performance standpoint so anyway why do i love magnesium the mineral so much because when you understand why we need it and then when you know that in the united states 70% of diets do not even meet the baseline minimum for magnesium. You sit there and you go, huh, I wonder why, at least in this country, we have a whole lot of people who are stressed a little bit longer than their body should be. And that is why it's so critical for us to get magnesium. So there's my ode to my magnesium mineral. Which is great. I mean, I'm also... It's, it's, I mean, really, magnesium should be very happy how you just spoke about it. No, I'm just <laughs> no that was amazing. No, I think, you know what, we're huge fans of, of obviously, of magnesium at Naturally oh, Savvy. Yeah. And, you know, what's so interesting, too, is I was, you know, I learned a lot about it because I did a media tour and 
Natural Vitality, which is a common sponsor that we work with, Ashley, I brought their product on the media tour. And, you know, we talk a lot about the fact that you talked about that we're, 70% of us are deficient in this mineral. But what exactly, give us an example of some of the things that it does. We know magnesium is important for muscle, so heart, right? right? So yeah. give us things like, obviously, it helps us relax. But what are some of the, it's responsible for hundreds of functions in the body. Give us an idea of what some of those functions are. Totally. And, you know, some, it's so funny that we say muscle and then we say heart, right? It's like so the way we've been trained to think. So if you think about just muscle alone, think about all the muscles in the body. So sure, we think about our biceps or our triceps, like, oh, we're flexing. Or if you're trying to bend down, you think about your, you know, your leg muscles. Um, and you were just talking about your heart being a muscle. But your entire digestive tract is a muscle. So mm-hmm. your digestive tract functions by movement, that peristalsis, and it's, it's a contraction movement that actually helps. Yes, when we, especially if we're standing, food starts up top and goes down bottom, but it actually has a really long way to go to get all the way, you know, where it mm-hmm. needs to go and things to get dropped <laughs> off and then other things to get eliminated. So just in the muscle capacity alone, and then think about what happens when our muscles maybe act the way that we don't want them to act. What happens when your muscles are tighter than you want them? And that could be like, ooh, my hamstring's tight because I worked out, but it could also be like my head is aching because I've been, maybe my eyes have been focusing on my computer for too long, or maybe my fingers are really tight because I've been typing on this thing that's in my hand for too long, or, you know, maybe my jaw is tight because I've just been talking for too long. And those are also, from a muscle standpoint, not just the bone, the bone and the muscle together, that's where relaxation is so critical. So just in and of that, you know, we've talked about a bunch of different things for magnesium. Now, some of the others, when we think about disease, and in particular, I was mentioning stress before, but one of the things that we know that stress is uh, a complementary factor for is inappropriate or what we call unhealthy inflammation or unhealthy uh, inflammatory response. So just like stress, we're meant to have an inflammatory response. You know, if you're spraining your ankle, or you're, it's meant to blow up and be red so that you know, ooh, I sprained it, and then it calms back down. Or, you know, if I get a fever, then the fever subsides as I get better. And so that inflammatory mm-hmm. response, again, we need it, but we also need it to turn off. And so that the inflammatory response and the stress response and the role of magnesium being critical there, as well as in things just like your blood sugar metabolism. So just understanding that, and this is one of my favorites to understand why 70% of diets are not meeting their needs. Uh, one main reason is we've just processed the heck of the magnesium out of our foods. So when we switch over to white flour, instead of eating the actual whole grain, the whole wheat or the whole quinoa, um, we have a loss of about 70% magnesium. Hmm, interesting hmm. that it's the same amounts, right? So hmm. when you have, in, and even when you have refined white sugar, you have less of the magnesium that was in it than when you had the, the original sugar cane. When you have cacao, which we know to be one of the highest sources of magnesium, that original nib um, from a food standpoint, one of the highest sources, when you have cacao, you get a ton of magnesium. Well, when you make it into, you know, milk chocolate that's more milk than chocolate, you might be down at, you know, a third or less amount of magnesium. So one of the greatest ways that we can increase our magnesium intake is by consuming whole foods more often. However, you mentioned natural vitality. And one of the interesting things that I learned so early in in my career and why Calm from Natural Vitality was literally game changer for me as an individual. When I learned about magnesium and I set out on a path to try to eat more magnesium, I very quickly realized I would have to choose between health 
and um, probably obesity, if I was going to just focus in on, and I can joke about that, but I think it's a very fair point to make, which is you would have to eat a lot of food at possibly the inappropriate times in the day in order to get enough magnesium as well as to treat when you actually need the magnesium. So what I mean by that is I was just talking about cacao. Well, cacao, I don't want you eating that before bed, which is one of the times that you need relaxation to help you, Mm -hmm. the role of the magnesium to help you uh, sleep, go to sleep and stay asleep better, right? Because it's got that relaxation that's happening. But what I can do is I can get into a bath with magnesium, like the Calm Bath that has also the essential Mm -hmm. oils, um, or I can rub Calm Cream on my body, especially if I've just done a workout. And one of the reasons that that's so important is that when you when the body needs magnesium, if you give it food, the, one of the challenges that you have is, remember I was telling you about the digestive tract being what relaxes, uh, sorry, is the uh, needs to move, but it also needs to be able to be relaxed. And if you're not, you, you can be working at cross purposes, trying to get your body enough magnesium for that relaxation to happen, but then you're putting more food in there, which is overwhelming the body and it's stressing it out, and you're just like never going to catch up. So I'm a really big fan of supplemental magnesium, and in particular, I love that Natural Calm comes in the powdered form. Uh, which doesn't require any additional digestion. You drink it with some water, which is great for us, right, Uh, to get in the extra water. And then in addition, um, or you could use the cream if you you were doing it that way, Um, but uh, when you get that magnesium in, it's in a form that's highly absorbable so that then your body is now functioning optimally. It's like, okay, I've, I've got that relaxation enabled. I've got all of the, the resources that I need. Now I can focus on uh, enjoying the foods that I want to have in the appropriate portions instead of just trying to get super high amounts of magnesium, which I tried. I, tried, I was eating a lot of cacao, and cacao is actually <laughs> um, has a boost to it. You know, it's got theobromine, but it also has a little caffeine, and you're like, Whoa, like I oh, can't yes. have this at 10 o'clock at night. You know, that's not going to help me. Nor a cat. Well, I have mine nor... in the morning. Yeah. Oh, you I do? Have, oh, I, my God. I have, well, wow. I take, um, well, no, I take the 80. I, I love green. I have no affiliation with them. I think it's called Greens Chocolate. I, I take the 85%. It's strong. And it's the bars. I mean, the whole thing, you barely get any sugar. Yeah. But I have several squares of that every morning. So I'm really glad to oh, know you that. Have, I thought you said you have your calm. natural calm in the morning. I was confused and I was like, uh, whoa. I'm like, that's <laughs> impressive. Okay. Yes. Totally. Oh, I was wondering why you were so impressed I ate chocolate. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, I thought that was pretty normal. No, but I, yeah. that's the first thing I have every morning because it's dark right. and there's hardly any sugar. But that, in addition, yeah. I'm glad with the natural calm that I take later in the day that I'm getting that magnesium boost from the dark chocolate. You know, when I was in Bali, we did um, cacao, uh, like instead of espresso shots, we did cacao shots in the morning. Oh, um, and nice. it was a really common beverage to have, cold or hot. Sometimes we'd put a little bit of coconut water or coconut milk in it. Um, and I do feel, so I love my espresso and my cashew milk and all that stuff, but I do feel that that's an incredible way to start your day. Um, so, you know, it's about making those choices, but I think, you know, going to the core focus of understanding magnesium, we would be remiss to explain also that, and again, I say in particular in this country, because I know you have listeners all over the world, but in this country in particular, we have spent a lot of time emphasizing the need for calcium and setting up the proposition that we're not getting enough calcium. Now, there may be people who are not getting sufficient calcium, and I totally appreciate that piece. But what we've learned over time is that we've actually been emphasizing calcium, which actually many people in their diet get enough of, if not a lot of. 
and we've yeah. been underemphasizing magnesium. And so part of the reason that's so important to focus on magnesium right now, and you can even see this in most multivitamins, multiminerals, you will see like, you know, they've got three or 500 uh, milligrams of calcium, and then they have like 10 milligrams of magnesium. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Like, you know, you're already setting up a challenge to my having equal amounts, if not a lot of times for my patients, uh, I end up in the beginning taking them off of calcium supplements because mm-hmm. we're doing a good job from a food standpoint, and then I add a yeah. magnesium supplement. So, you know, there's a balance. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was going to ask you your, your thoughts on calcium, taking it with magnesium, because, you know, when you speak to a lot of people, and that's also, you know, what I guess doctors are telling people or healthcare practitioners are telling people to take, take your calcium, magnesium. And I'm always, I'm just curious, you know, what your thoughts are. And I love that you said you take people off because some people have too much of it. You know, what are your thoughts for the general public if they are taking a calcium magnesium supplement? What should they be looking for on that label? And should they be speaking to a healthcare practitioner about possibly not taking that calcium? Is there any harm to taking that calcium? So there's totally harm to taking the calcium. First of all, if you're getting calcium, where you, the, the ideal place for calcium, magnesium for any of this is in your diet. Um, but I'm also a total realist, and the goal is to, mm-hmm. and as we talked about, there may be food processing or availability, or you may have intolerances or just not like things. Um, so there are a number of different factors. Um, so yes, um, at minimum, so I have two resources on my website that can be helpful. One, I have the Better Checkup Checklist. So I teach you mm-hmm. what to ask your doctor, um, you take, what to prepare and bring into your doctor so that your doctor can mm-hmm. actually see that you're taking a calcium or see that you're taking a magnesium or see that somebody prescribed you a fiber supplement. And if you're taking a fiber supplement and you're not taking magnesium, you might feel bloated from your fiber supplement or you might not be getting the results from the fiber supplement. So there are a lot of different factors there. And then the second thing, and it's in two parts, I have a a one-page magnesium evaluation quiz, and then I have a magnesium menu that goes through seven days. So you can see actually how it might be challenging to get in 400 milligrams of magnesium, but you can also get some ideas like Lisa's idea of what to do for breakfast. I bet people are like, oh, yeah, I'll have some chocolate and peanut butter for breakfast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that could totally work for you. So um, so the, the overarching answer, the most important thing is assessment, assessment, assessment. There is no, like, do not listen to me here talking and run out and start taking magnesium. You probably will have only positive benefits from it, but the reality is you have to understand who you are right now, right? So maybe who you are right now is a pregnant woman in her second trimester, or maybe you're a man uh, 55 who is actually, who's driving and who has a lot of stress, you guys have very different nutritional needs. And the goal right now is for us to stand, understand who you are right now. And that's the job of you and your healthcare practitioner or your online, you know, that, that's when, when you come to, to uh, myself, Andrea, when you're looking at uh, Naturally Savvy, et cetera, and you're saying to yourself, hey, self, there's a lot of information here, but in order for me to get the biggest bang, I need to know what I actually need. And I think that's a really key place. So where I always start with my patients is I want to understand who you are right now and what are your health goals. And then what every one of us should be doing at least once a month for three days, you should be writing down what it is you're having to eat and drink and when. Just as a reminder, just to see, because, you know, you can turn around. I remember uh, saying to myself, oh, you know what, it's not such a big deal that I'm not taking my wild salmon fish oil because, you know, I get in fish, like, I I get in fish pretty consistently. And then I was like, self, let's take a look at your three days because I do do this myself. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, you know, in none of your um, 
in none of your eating plans uh, had you eaten uh, salmon at all, and you had eaten fish one time. Like, so that was, I had done three months of, of three days. And part of it is, for me, I was just doing more plant-based stuff, and I was turning around, so I was saying, okay, so let me just look at, you know, my hemp seeds, or let me look at, the, at something else. But it's really important for us to make sure that we're not making judgments and choices based on what we think we're doing as opposed to what we're actually doing and what our body actually needs. I think that's critical. Well, I love that you said that because especially when it comes to things like magnesium or even vitamin D, a lot of people, I mean, most of us are deficient in both, but it's a good idea to know that baseline of where we're starting so that we can build it up. So I love that you said that. Now I have two more questions before we go today. So for people who are listening might say to themselves, well, how do I know if I'm deficient in magnesium? I mean, our body tells us if we're, if we're deficient, especially in something like magnesium, what would be some examples they can look for? Sure. So um, our bodies don't necessarily tell us that we're, sorry, you're right. Our bodies will give us signs and they usually will like big flags on the field. Like if you haven't gone to the bathroom in a couple of days, number two, um, or even if you've only gone once and it wasn't so easy for it to happen, um, pretty good indicator that you could probably benefit from magnesium. Magnesium is not a laxative, but is a relaxation Mm -hmm. tool. And remember, it's relaxing that Mm -hmm. muscle. Um, If you are a woman and you're having really bad PMS cramps or you're somebody who's dealing with headaches, sure, in each instance there are other things that could be going on, but very likely you will benefit from magnesium. So I think in that way we can certainly say, but what people will often say to me is, well, I'm craving chocolate. Don't I need more magnesium? And it's like, (laughs) well, let's be clear. You might be craving chocolate because you just saw it, because it makes you happy, because like all of the reasons. And by the way, if it's good chocolate... Go for it. Yeah, if you need some sugar, you're trying not to have sugar, and you're going, you know, Lisa's road of having a a low, uh, you know, a dark chocolate to combat that piece, or you just had too much caffeine, and now you're trying to calm yourself down. I've definitely used magnesium for that piece. Um, So I think that uh, there are things that, that the body will tell you. So, for example, I mentioned caffeine. For me, I love having caffeine, but if I'm also stressed in my life, and I have caffeine, I get a, it gets a little bit hard for me to breathe, and I just talk, 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 talk. And that's a great time for me to remind myself, wow, you know, my state, my preferred state is about, you know, three breaths more in a minute, you know, or something like that. And it's like, so now is <laughs> a time where during the day I could use magnesium. So you're right. We do get signals. Um, and also on my evaluation, I evaluate that part. I ask you, you know, am I somebody who's sad all day? Am I somebody who's had a lot of stress, uh, good or bad? You know, some of these things that you will want to pay attention to because it could increase your magnesium needs. And I know for me, you know, if my eyes start to twitch, my, especially my mm. left eye, then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm def- my magnesium's going low. So I know that if I take yes. my magnesium, it goes away for me. And, you know, so one thing about wording I think is a really important one, and it's one that, like, so you and I can say deficient, and we know what we're talking about. We're talking about really an optimal level that we want and the body not having that optimal level because it's using our magnesium in other places that it's saying, you know, it's like, you know what, I twitch, like, you're going to happen because I only had enough magnesium to relax the digestive system right now. So what it's saying is I'd like you to get more magnesium so that I can also address the eye twitch. Right, it's it's choosing what it wants to address. I think the hard part is if we go into most physicians today and say I'm magnesium deficient. I heard it, I read it. Here's my problem. Then they may even test your magnesium blood levels and say, No, you're not. Like that person you listen to is crazy. Like you're fine, you're good. And they're 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 right, and we're right. And so I think one of the things with that verbiage is to just challenge yourself to say, I may not be getting my, the optimal levels of magnesium for me. 
based on what my needs are for where I am in my life right now. And that's a much longer sentence, um, but I think that you are, you're more likely to have a favorable outcome with your practitioner or anyone else who's listening to you because deficiency basically in the medical community means like, uh-oh, your problems right now are mean that the body can't, can't function at a base life function, and that's not what we're talking mm-hmm. about. No, and I love that you mentioned that too, because, and I think that goes to supplements in general as, a, you know, people will say to me, I'm taking, you know, I have, let's say, let's go for the eye twitch. I'm just going to use that as an example is I'm taking, I have an eye twitch and I'm taking magnesium, but my magnesium, let's say my eye twitch is still there. My, it's not going away. So these supplements, they don't even work. Right. So, and again, I'm using right. the example of an eye twitch, but I think that's an example that really pertains to all supplements in general is you know, sometimes it's, we want it to go a certain place, but like you said, it's actually going somewhere else that has, that needs it a little bit more right now. Right. And I think that's something important for all of you who are listening is, you know, who are ready, you know, I just find that people sometimes are ready to put down supplements because, you know, they're not working or the natural stuff, they take too long or they're not working the way we want them to work, but really they could be working on other parts of our body that need it more. Yes. And, you know, when we talked about calcium, I think I forgot to say this part, and I think that's what's so critical, is that there is actually a risk if you're, having, if you're taking the calcium and you don't have enough magnesium, and it's amplified if you don't have sufficient vitamin D and you don't have sufficient vitamin K, and this is where people start to get so stressed out that all the magnesium in the world won't help because they're like, how do I know if I have enough of these? But one of the key things is we just don't want to prioritize just one nutrient. And with calcium in particular, mm-hmm. this is why some of the studies are saying, for example, men. Uh, shouldn't take uh, additional calcium supplements or, you know, women over a certain age or, you know, they, they go through different pieces. And part of that reason is if the other nutrients aren't there, then the calcium may not get guided to the bone or where else it's meant to be. And it could end up contributing to arterial plaque, which is unhealthy for us, or it could end up in a kidney stone, you know, or something, a place where it's uh, undesirable. And so that's a really, it's an important thing for us to always remember, and this is why the food first is the key piece. And then the second piece is to look at supplements that replicate what you're getting from your food or fill in the the absences of what you're not getting in your food. Because in nature, all of our foods have nutrients in matrices, or matrices, I forget the plural, Um, but in, in groups, right? So... Your calcium, your foods that naturally have calcium, they also have some magnesium. They might even have vitamin K. They might have vitamin E in there. It's because the body wants all of those nutrients at the same That's time. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that. All right. So my last question would be yes. dosage. I mean, we're talking obviously a lot about taking sure. magnesium. Let's talk dosage because people might be saying, okay, well, you know, you, I mean, like you said, don't go out and get it until you've been evaluated. But really, what, yeah. is, what is the proper dosage we should be taking on a daily sure. basis for women or men? Yeah, and one of the key things about dosage you have to remember is the dosage is going to be very specifically related to the type of the ingredient that you're getting. So I talked before about Natural Calm being in a powdered form, and it's magnesium uh, citrate. So in that form, it is very highly absorbable. It's going right into you. So if somebody takes too much of that, what I also want you to understand is not only might you just be a little bit blissed out like, uh, you know, oh, I'm, I'm relaxed. You might go poop um, more than you wanted to, but it's, remember, it's not a laxative. It's just that your muscles relaxed uh, in that way. Um, but there isn't, you know, unless you go 
way too high. There isn't a, a huge risk of, of taking in too much because the body would, would help you eliminate it. Um, but in that instance, I really like, they talk about two teaspoons, um, anywhere from 200 to 400 milligrams of magnesium citrate. That's going to be a really nice dose uh, for most of us. And I'm talking about adults at this point. Um, the, mm-hmm. In a magnesium oxide, which is less well-absorbed, you might need a much higher amount. It's not a form that I really like to use. Um, but on the other side, there are even things like magnesium glycinate, which tend to be more expensive and um, sometimes even come in a liquid form and some of these others. And I might be even more conscious of somebody using uh, a very tiny amount of, of those. So I tend to focus people on, say, magnesium citrate, ideally in a powdered form, looking for about 200 to 400 milligrams. And you can always start at the lower amount and go up from there. So if you're at all nervous, maybe you're somebody who tends towards having looser stools or just isn't even that comfortable with taking a supplement, um, you could start at 100 milligrams or, you know, and then go up to 200. Very easy to dose with the powdered. Now, one of the other ways to look at your dosage is if you are taking a calcium supplement, I prefer for you to um, look at your calcium and your magnesium levels and have them be about the same. But that usually means bringing down your calcium. So what I mean by that is if your uh, multi says 500 milligrams of calcium, I don't need you to up your magnesium to 500 milligrams. I'd rather you brought your calcium down to 250 and then also Mm -hmm. got in 200, 250 of the magnesium citrate. And I think that's a pretty favorable way to look at it. Well, I agree with you, Ashley. I think that's great. All right, so let's tell everybody where they can go if they want to find more information or sign up for some of your programs. But I do love the idea about taking that magnesium quiz and also the Better Checkup Checklist. I think that's terrific. Thanks. Yeah, I have a toolkit of um, better uh, tools and also support from me. Um, but on my, it's uh, the Better <laughs> Nutrition Membership, which is on my website at ashleycoffrd.com. The RD stands for Registered Dietitian. Um, or ashleycoughapproved.com. You can always find me and usually talking to these gals on social media at Ashley Cough. Um, and, you know, the membership, I try to make it really affordable. It's about $4 a month. So I like to say, you know, swap out one latte and, and get your uh, nutrition assessment in. Um, and you can join for a month or you can join for the year and, and get different tools for you. Um, and then we uh, both work with Natural Vitality. Uh, you can find their their information on my website or on yours. Um, and it really is my, so it's the product I take with, I feel like the hair club for men. I'm like, it's the product that I take and also <laughs> the one that I recommend. Um, but one of the main reasons is really just makes the dosage so simple. And they also have this yeah. great magazine called Comful Living because at the end of the day, yes, your magnesium will make a difference. But I think that the more that we also do to incorporate, um, calming, uh, calm enabling behaviors in our lives, uh, the better that we are as well. So. Uh, definitely enjoy those it. resources. Yeah. And I just I just took their bath, actually, their calm bath. I oh, took it the I other mean, day. It's so awesome. You put in a couple changer, scoops. Right? And, yeah, it's really amazing. Yeah, so it's it really calming so and relaxing. Changer. And we absorb 60% of what we put on our skin, right? So, I mean, you're getting your magnesium well, so transdermally. I'm going to give you my, my holiday tip on that one, which is if you have to fly, first of all, travel with it. Um, and second of all, put some of the cream, especially on your sacrum or on your temples, um, and for me on my shoulders, uh, put it on before you go and get on your flight. Or if you're getting into a car, put it on and then turn on the seat warmers. And it's like you're driving in a massage. I'm like the <laughs> nicest person on the road now. <laughs> I love it. You know what? I have their calm cream right in my hand. I, I, I'm do really it. obsessed with it. I think totally. it's amazing. And it's, you know what? I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yep, exactly. <laughs> 
Love it, love it, Well, thank you so much, Ashley. And have a great holiday season, and we'll for sure speak to you again in the new year. I'm Andrew Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrew Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Lisa Davis Radio Gal. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.